Modern life. Between careers, kids, and health, it can be mayhem. That's why we're here. I'm Dr. Lisa Varghese-Kroll. And I'm Dr. Lonre Falusi. We're physicians, moms, and longtime friends who break it all down for you. Wondering how to juggle all the balls and still stay sane? Looking for advice but don't want to be overwhelmed? Curious about how to make the most out of life for your family but enjoy it at the same time? You're in the right place. Welcome to Health and Home with the Hippocratic Hosts. On this episode, we're talking about some of our favorite STEM toys and books. Finding ways to play with science and math is one of the best ways to foster a lifelong love of those subjects. Whether you have kids in your life or are a kid at heart, keep listening to find some great suggestions for your wish list. Hey, Lise. Hey, Lon. Oh, man, I may be legally considered an adult, (laughs) but I love finding out about new toys and books. It's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe we'll share some of those with actual children. Okay, let's not start talking crazy, Lonre. Have you had your coffee today? (laughs) Apparently not. (laughs) But seriously, we hear so much about how important STEM education is, that's science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. And there's no question that kids and adults learn a ton through play. So today we wanted to share some great STEM toy and book suggestions in case you're looking for gift ideas or for ways to get the kids in your life more interested in science and math. Some of these are our personal favorites and some are suggestions from other STEM-loving parents, Mm -hmm. but all have major kid fans. And none of these suggestions are sponsored, and we'll link to all of them in our show notes at HippocraticHost.com. All right, so here we go. Okay, starting off with games and toys. First up... Lego chain reactions. I mean, who doesn't love Lego? That (laughs) classic toy from the land of perpetually happy people, Denmark. (laughs) So I hear. We got to move there one day. Right. (laughs) So Lego has been around since the 1930s. And there are thousands of different kits and variations out there, all of which help to teach, among other skills, problem solving, symmetry and spatial awareness. You really can't go wrong with any Lego kit whether the toddler ones with larger blocks or the adult ones with thousands of pieces. But, you know, we want to highlight in particular the Lego Chain Reactions Kit, which comes with a 78-page book full of diagrams on how to make different functional machines. And for kids who already love Lego, this is a surefire way to get them learning some basic physics concepts. You know, one caveat, though, it does come with specialty pieces, but you'll need your own existing Lego collection to use this with. It's recommended for ages eight and up, but you can find other Lego kits for any age. Next up, Magnetiles. We actually Mm -hmm. talked about these back in episode 16 on our favorite product recommendations, but they're definitely worth a re-mention. Yes, I love Magnetiles. They're awesome, aren't they? So for anyone who doesn't know what they are, they're brightly colored magnetic tiles that kids can use to build 2D and 3D creations. And they're great for learning geometric shapes and engineering concepts as kids figure out how to make their buildings grow higher and higher and remain steady. So while we like how sturdy this brand is and how their sets can be easily linked together, any magnetic tile toy will teach kids these same concepts. And these are best for kids three and up. Mm-hmm. And for kids who were cooped up during COVID, stomp rockets were a lifesaver. <laughs> <laughs> so these are toy rockets that fly into the air when you jump on the launcher. And they're great for teaching aerodynamics, you know, as kids learn how to control the angle and the speed of the launch. The Stomp Rockets brand has a bunch of different options, including dueling rockets, glow-in-the-dark rockets, 
in a stompin' science book that provides STEM-based activities. So depending on the version, these can be good for kids as young as three and up. Now, for a first introduction to lab experiments and equipment, the primary science lab set is a great option. It comes with child-friendly beakers, pipettes, and test tubes, as well as a set of activity cards with projects that even little hands can handle. And this is best for kids three and up. If you have a bug lover on your hands, an outdoor bug catcher kit can be a real hit. So these typically include magnifying glasses, tweezers, and bug containers for your little entomologist (laughs) to examine his or her creepy crawly friends up close. I mean, better in a bug container than like on your kitchen table, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, they're useful, we think, for learning about animal classification and anatomy and the environment. And they're usually good for kids four and up and for parents who are not very squeamish. (laughs) And we also can't forget to mention other ways of getting kids into science. So thinking about just a basic kid's telescope, binoculars or microscope. Telescopes can be great for learning about astronomy. Binoculars can be used to watch birds in flight or distant animals like deer. And microscopes can teach botany when used to look at plants or grass. And if your kids like chemistry lab sets, they might love the Crayola Color Chemistry lab set. That was definitely one of my oldest daughter's favorites that she's gotten as a gift. Um, So it's fun in that you're mixing different colors so they get to learn what happens when you mix like red and blue. Um, But more than that, it comes with more than a dozen different experiments that you can do. Her favorite was an exploding volcano. (laughs) Of course it was. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Um, So that's really fun. Um, And we got to make slime also with different colors, which was really cute. It's recommended for ages seven and up, but with adult supervision, you might be able to do it at a younger age as well. And for kids who might still be a little young for more complex kits, the My First Mind-Blowing Science Kit is perfect (laughs) for kids six and up. With this kit, they can make potions, write secret messages, and create an erupting volcano. This one teaches acid base and other chemical reactions for the little lab tech in your life. <laughs> and for the budding young doctor, we love the squishy human body anatomy kit. <laughs> this, so this is a child-friendly human model that lets you take apart and put back together human bones and muscles, complete with squishy organs. And it comes with an illustrated book to, that explains where everything goes. So your kids will be correcting you on the location of the large intestine in no time. <laughs> And it's best for kids eight and up. That's all I need is for them to become experts in everything. Oh, right. (laughs) They certainly think they are, right? Right. (laughs) Oh, this next one, though, is one of my son's absolute favorites, Gravity Maze. So many people thought that this was his kind of game that we've Mm -hmm. actually been gifted three of these. (laughs) It's a logic game where you use blocks to build a marble maze in order for a marble to reach a target using gravity. It teaches visual perception and engineering skills and has a variety of challenges from beginner to expert. It's best for ages eight and up. And FYI, we may have gotten three, but one is plenty. (laughs) (laughs) National Geographic also has a ton of science kits covering almost anything a kid may even have a passing interest in. Um, But one that we keep hearing about over and over is the Dino Fossil Dig Kit. Um, It's actually really cute. So it lets kids practice being a real paleontologist as they dig through a brick to unearth three animal fossils. And it comes with this illustrated guide and a magnifying glass. It's best for kids eight and up. Now, older kids may enjoy monthly clubs where they get a new experiment or science kit each month. 
my daughter had a subscription to KiwiCo that she really loved. One of the most memorable projects that came in the mail for her was a mini planetarium that she built, which projected different constellations on her ceiling. And one fun feature of KiwiCo boxes is that they do art kits as well as STEM-based projects, and they claim that they have something for everyone between zero to 100 years old. (laughs) We've loved our KiwiCo subscriptions, actually. Those monthly kits are really fun. And another popular one comes from Steve Spangler Science. So he has kits covering chemistry, physics, biology, I mean, literally anything that you might be looking for. (laughs) And they have fun things like slime art and crystal growing and wind tubes. There are kits for kids from pre-K to the teen years. And I personally have my eye on the bubbleology kit. And I am not sharing with my six-year-old. <laughs> Your secret is safe with me and all our listeners. Because bubbles are fun, man. They are. <laughs> you know what else is fun? Magnets. Oh, They're yeah. fascinating for everyone. <laughs> have you ever heard of Gravity Hills, Lonre? No. So there are places all over the world where the landscape obscures the horizon. So it creates an optical illusion of an uphill slope when the slope is really downhill. So your car appears to be being magnetically pulled uphill when it's in neutral. That's interesting. (laughs) Yes. So we went to one aptly called Magnetic Hill in Moncton, Uh New Brunswick, Canada. And it's a tourist attraction. So they have a whole thing set up and you buy tickets and everything. So there's my tip, okay? Plan a vacation to lovely Atlantic Canada and make a stop at Magnetic Hill in New Brunswick. My point is that people are fascinated by magnetism. (laughs) Adding it to the bucket list right right now. (laughs) So take advantage of that innate love, okay? Take advantage of it in kids with the Magnetic Science Kit. Now, this comes with 33 different experiments and games, and it teaches about magnetic poles and fields, and kids can even build their own electromagnet. Now, this one's also good for kids eight and up. So, you know, in this modern age, coding is to kids today what memorizing our home landline number was to us when we were kids. A necessary life skill. (laughs) You know, I never thought I would say this, but my six-year-old goes to a coding class in her school every week. Yes, I know. It's crazy (laughs) what they know. I know, right, right. It's amazing. And, you know, Botley, the coding robot, helps kids ages 5 to 10 learn to code without screen time. Uh, So kids learn how to make him do different things like play music or turn into a ghost. Um, And they'll become seasoned coders before they know it. And parents love it that it doesn't mean more time in front of a computer. Oh, for sure. Now, for older kids, Snapino is a circuits kit that makes learning coding electronics easy and fun. It's a skill that can seem daunting, but it's so easy to use that kids can pick it up in no time and start building their own even more elaborate circuit boards. Mm -hmm. My daughter received this as a gift and didn't think it'd really be her thing, but then ended up holed up in her room for hours addicted to it. (laughs) And it's good for kids 13 and up. All right, great. So now moving on to books. We're both big book lovers, and we love starting kids early. And stealing our kids' books. This is not confession time, Lisa. <laughs> I'm sorry, I get so mixed up. It's, it's, it's very hard to tell. <laughs> so for the littles out there, the Ultimate series, um, that's capital U Ultimate series, uh, is a fantastic source of learning made fun. So they have hardcover pop-up books on all sorts of topics like space, vehicles, planet Earth, and more. And the bright colors and interactivity make these really popular with, with preschoolers. 
Usborne, also with a U, is another line of lift the flat books for this age group. Mm -hmm. And they cover the most varied topics, things like trees, the coral reef, engineering and recycling. They even have one on feelings. Frankly, I want to learn about engineering and then do an intensive study of my feelings. <laughs> Those are awesome. We have a really good one on the human body. And I love they're really that. fun. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, let me borrow one of yours when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> so now pretty much every school and library has at least one National Geographic kids book or another. And there's a reason for that. They're really great. They're these glossy books that are full of photos on almost any STEM, history, or geography topic that you can think of. So our favorite books are their books on random facts, like 300 Weird But True Facts About the Human Body. My kids love that one. (laughs) Or 1,111 Answers to Everything. Now, for kids with shorter attention spans, it can be fun to dip in and out of a book for a minute and still come away with something new. Totally true. Or if you're limited on time. It's awesome Mm -hmm. to have that. And then there's the book Women in Science, 50 Fearless Pioneers Who Changed the World by Rachel Ignatovsky, with fun infographics on women from all over the world who made major contributions to science, from Wang Zhenyi, a Chinese astronomer and mathematician in the 1700s, to one of Lonray's and my faves, Elizabeth (laughs) Blackwell, the first female medical school graduate in the U.S. It's an awesome spotlight on scholars who are often overlooked. Yeah, and Helene Becker has a series of children's books on scientists such as Katherine Johnson, who worked on Apollo 13. You might recognize that name from the book and movie Hidden Figures. And the mathematician Emmy Noether. For, for kids who have a specific interest in one of those areas, or for kids whose interests you're trying to stoke in <laughs> one of those areas, her books can be a really welcome deep dive. And, you know, how many of us during COVID heard our kids say they were bored? I mean, we couldn't blame them, right? (laughs) They were cooped up at home for months on end. But I did think I would eventually go mad. (laughs) (laughs) So if you feel my pain, the book Unbored is for you, or more specifically, for the kids in your life. The subtitle of this book is The Essential Field Guide to Serious Fun. And that about sums it up. It's a collection of hundreds of activities and projects that kids six and up can do on their own. From science experiments to upcycling to code cracking. And there are now two sequels and a series of activity kits. So you pretty much don't have to hear those dreaded two words, I'm bored, for the next couple of years. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) So we also want to give a shout out to one TV show, Brainchild, on Netflix. Oh, yes. It's a kids documentary style show that explains the scientific and psychological concepts behind all sorts of things. And they do it in a really funny and catchy way. It's produced by Pharrell, who wanted to inspire kids to pursue STEM. And it covers a whole bunch of interesting kid-friendly topics like social media, germs, and creativity. My kids have literally memorized every episode of this show. And I have to say that we love that the host is a young Indian American woman. Cultural representation is so important. Oh, yes, it is. All right. And now it's time for our physician mom hack of the week. Okay, so this is a first world problem for sure. But do you find yourself struggling with too many toys in your home? You know, between birthday gifts, holiday gifts, school prizes, party favors, your home can be overrun with toys and games that your kids never actually play with. So in fact, studies show that children cannot play as deeply or as thoughtfully when they have too many choices to choose from, which makes a lot of sense, Mm -hmm. you know, not to mention the stress that clutter can bring to your home. All right. So if this is you, here's a trick. 
First, get rid of anything broken and donate anything your kids have outgrown. Then of what's left, pack up 50% of it and store it out of sight in your attic, basement, car trunk, wherever. And then in a few months, move the other 50% out and bring the stored toys back in. This rotation will make your child's toys seem fresh and give them the ability to play with them intensively without being distracted by too much choice. So repeat as often as necessary and revel in the extra carpet space. (laughs) You know, when my daughter was in second grade, she repeated something that a friend of her said that I just thought was so insightful. Her friend had like five or six American Girl dolls. Mm -hmm. And she said, I can't love any of them because there are too many of them. And I just thought that was really deep because it's true. You know, like my daughter had one and she loved it to death. But mm-hmm. when there are six, how can you give any of them the attention they yeah. need? <laughs> the American Girl dolls absolutely need. It's true. It's true. I mean, we're saying kids can have short attention spans. And, you know, there's no reason to have like six of the same thing, pretty right. much the same thing in, in your home. Yeah, it's true. So that's our show for today. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. For links to everything we talked about in this show, check out our show notes at HippocraticHost.com. And if you have more suggestions for our list of the best STEM toys and books, share them with us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest, so follow us there. And please subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend about the show. Thanks, everyone. We appreciate you so much. Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to Health at Home with the Hippocratic Hosts. Remember that all views expressed here are our own, not our employers, and all content is for informational purposes only and should not be construed as medical advice nor the establishment of a doctor-patient relationship. Always consult your own physician or healthcare team for any medical issues. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate us, subscribe, and tell a friend. And check out our website at www.hippocratichosts.com for show notes on this and all our episodes. Can't wait to chat with you next time.